tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. Hello, America. This is the tailgate. I think we're worldwide. We are. There are people listening to us in Iran, and I know they're fired up for that U.S. versus Iran soccer match. Yeah. That, wasn't that today? No, it's Tuesday. Tomorrow at 1 o'clock? No, it's Tuesday. Yeah. So tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Yeah, 2 o'clock. Okay. Are you going to be glued to, get s- glued to your seat? I don't think I'll watch it, but. Winning, they're in. Losing, they're out. They're okay. out. They're louts. <laughs> no, but hey, look, we've got a million things to talk about today. There is. I don't yep. know that there's ever been a Monday on the tailgate where there is more to talk about. Would you want to talk about football, basketball, all the other things that happened in football that weren't Gator related? All everything, the fact that volleyball won the SEC championship this weekend. Which let's try to accentuate the positive. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to buy into that, I know. But it, it, I, I paid attention to it. I, I was watching the scores as they came over the. Yeah, you're you a big know. fan. I'm a big volleyball guy. Yeah. Although by them winning, I haven't told you this. I'll officially tell you on the air. I now have to do volleyball at like 4.30 Friday. So I can't do the show Friday. Because they're hosting the regional. 4.30 and 7. You can come if you want. What? I'll get you a ticket. So you have to do the 4.30 even though it's like, you know, like Bethune versus FAMU, yeah. right? And I have to be neutral. That's the worst part about Goal. <laughs> It's like kill for kill Bree Kelly, Leticia Tremonka. There are like FAMU and some other teams, like some of the smaller Florida schools. They always have a lot of foreign players. I do like I Russian know. names and different things going on. So those make those hard. But All right. So you're saying so I can't do show. Should we then do the Wednesday five fifteen show? Could so then we wouldn't do a Friday show? Could. Okay. Since there's you and since the Gators aren't it. in the SEC championship game, barely it's missed. Always so barely missed great it. Great how you wait until we're I just found on the air. I just found it out to tell me what days you won't be. Think here. about it. I told my wife, I go, I'm doing the show all five yeah, days. We got this week. all week. Gonna, no yeah, problem. It's all week. No, I already talked to Jeff on Sunday. <laughs> well, they it just came out, <laughs> and they texted me like two hours ago. So I haven't seen you since then. I've been I running around. I was at around. the golf, your golf course. Yeah, but I wasn't. Well, that's a you problem. Right. I was working my other jobs. I was. All I had to do in the last hole was make a par mm. to break 40. Okay. You know, my, my goal is to break 40, yeah. to break 80. Perfect. I thought I hit a good shot. Light was, you know, sun was in my eyes. I was hitting. I think I thought that may be really close. Get up there. I can't find the ball. I look in the hole. I think. Thinking it was no, in. It's in the trap. No, oh, no. Blast it out. Missed the putt. Shot 40. Jeez. I was disappointed. That's all right. Really upset. Still a good uh, 
Good start. Well, and obviously uh, not a good end to the regular season for the football team. Another close, valiant effort, but there's been a lot of those where the Gators weren't able to uh, to pull them out this year. And, I mean, to me, the game was the two possessions to start off the third quarter. Three and, and out, good. three and out. And, and they good. couldn't do anything and had it all set up, ready to go, and right there in front of them because I don't think Florida State would have been able to stop them. So you had the advantage by doing the double, getting the field goal, and then potentially going down and getting the touchdown, go up two scores, and that might have been it. And they just couldn't. Might have. Couldn't I mean, do it. this team is. It still is what I take from it more than anything is that they played twelve games. They had a chance in the fourth quarter to win all twelve games. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, sometimes they won. Sometimes they did not win. And that's what that this team was. And what you have to do to win more games is to have better players. Right. And that's what they've got to do. They got to get better players. They got to do better job coaching. I don't think this was a great. Well, if I was going to give the the entire coaching staff a grade for the year, it would probably be about a C at best, maybe C minus, because there were a lot of things that they didn't do well, and. I know it's easy to say, well, the players didn't execute. And they did over and over again. There were several opportunities on defense that I believe they called the right defense, put the guys in the right spot, and then they didn't do their job. I agree. And if they stay in containment. Jeff, go back to the the, uh, second play I think FSU had on offense. And Benson went for forty-five yards, and there were four missed tackles yeah. on the play. Four. I don't. I don't want to talk about a guy got his arm on. I'm talking about just missing, totally missing tackles. So, obviously, that's not a coaching issue. But not being able to tackle, you can argue, is a coaching issue. That you're not teaching tackling right. You're not getting them to do it. Yeah, but nobody tackles anymore. I know. I know that everything is about offense. I know that, but um, anyway, they lost FSU one. Yep. The Jordan Travis touchdown was like solely like three guys couldn't tackle him. Sure. Yeah, that was that tough. was. I mean, that, and that, that was depressing. that changed because that was third down. If if you sack them or get them on the first contact, they're and you call a, the right play. Right. You're you're yeah. attempting a forty five ish yard field goal. Their kicker can't even move, so he probably doesn't make it, and he sucks anyway, they just like, like their punter they were, did. They didn't even want to use their kicker last night. I they know. could have gone for it at that point. Sure. So, By the way, that was Friday night. Friday night. Three yeah. days ago. That's close. But, <laughs> no, I think there's there's a lot of things with, within the game that, that happens. You don't get a pass interference call on, on Pearsall on the, the double move, and that should have – been another touchdown. You know me. But yeah, I know. You know me. I know that one. Yeah. And then the, obviously the the end of the game, the face mask on the on the yeah, last play. They miss that. Miss I mean, that. You don't. But get again, you you got however. What do you got? Six or seven? And officials. at least throw the ball to somebody. I mean, at the end yeah, there. Exactly. Like not to me. I was I, I was closer than I think the nearest defender. I was standing by the goalpost. Look, here's the thing. I just want to say this because Anthony Richardson, in my opinion, will never play another game for Florida. Okay, so. I appreciate his effort. Mm-hmm. I appreciate everything he's done for the University of Florida, and I appreciate the highlights and the and the things that have made us really like him. But it's re- I'm I'm ready for him to go. Like I think a lot of people are, and I think he's ready to go. You know, I know he is. 
Uh, he'll be he won't be here next. He won't play in the bowl game, in my opinion. Uh, why would he? He's it, it, correct me if I'm wrong on this. I think he's been out of five games with injuries this year. And and uh, Nick Delatore and I were going through the five games, and I think we got him right. But uh, but the point is, he's been hurt a lot this year. Why come back and and why even play in a bowl game and take a chance on getting hurt? Why play in the Las Vegas Bowl or the Memphis Liberty Bowl, whatever it is, and get, take a chance on getting hurt? He's going to go out. He's going to get get drafted in a low first, early second round. I know that we can all sit here and, and come up with a plan that makes more sense for him long range. I know that. To come back and play would make more sense for him long range, but it ain't about long range. It's about him wanting to do go play in the NFL and not and kind of I, I hate to say this, kind of get away from where he is right now. Dealing with hometown crowd, hometown Gator fans that are have gone up and down on him. They've been on the roller coaster ride. I'm not blaming them because I felt the same way, and you and I have talked about him on up and down. I think he's ready to get get the hell out of here. I don't blame him for it. And and I do. I, I mean, I think that should be a discussion throughout the week. Obviously, the season's over, at least regular season wise. Gators aren't doing oh, anything. Season's over. Season's so over, yeah. now the question is, if you're a Gator fan, you saw. Anthony Richardson this year, I mean, what, six months ago? Gosh, a year ago, we're all talking about the excitement of Anthony Richardson and how he could be a Heisman winner and all these other things. Obviously, didn't live up to that. And then you go, what was he, 9 of 27 in the game? He was. I think so. You you have an inaccurate. Five completions in the first half, three for touchdowns. touchdowns. So you, you have a guy that has all the arm strength in the world, can throw a deep ball really well, but very inconsistent with a lot of the other things that this offense, I think, is asking of him. And in my opinion, I don't think that they even were close to running the offense that Billy Napier wants to run because they weren't able to do it I, because of I agree. what his deficiencies are. But who are you going to bring in that's going to be able to run that? Run the offense he wants to run because it's not like you're going to walk in – Bring in a guy, whether it's Sam Hartman or whoever it is. But you will at least be able to more so. I worry that Florida's going to get in that situation where they're just going quarterback to quarterback to quarterback. And and they, they have to live on that strength of the quarterback. And then they end up being a 8-5 team at best or 8-4 team at best. I, I worry about that. Now, obviously, Rashada coming in and – you know, you got some guys there, and and Kitna and Miller, who at least are you know quarterbacks. We know that, but I I, I don't know where Florida's going from here, really, to be honest with you. Yeah, lot to talk about. So we'll uh, we'll take a break. We'll open up our Titan MRI hotline. It's a uh, holiday season coming up. You'll have a lot of time off. So jingle bells, yeah. Batman jingle smells, bells. Robin laid an egg, Batmobile lost his wheel, Joker ran away. Hey. hey. Um, so are you, you and I, the two people that know that song. during your downtime, if, uh, if you want to fix yourself up, go get an MRI, Joe and the crew at Titan are, uh, absolutely awesome. So, you know, your schedule the best. and it's uh, your opportunity. You to cannot get better. do better than Titan MRI. I will say that as a customer. Very true. 
very, I've been very a customer true. too many times. And probably will be again. You are old. I am old. And they've helped them uh, get fixed up, and that's the most important thing. All right, we'll try to fix you up mentally and talk you through this thing when we come back here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Lane Shabazz. In the NBA, the Orlando Magic will be taking on the Brooklyn Nets tonight at 7.30 p.m. The Magic are currently 5-15 with the Nets at 10-11. The Tampa Bay Lightning will be playing the Buffalo Sabres tonight. This is a home game for the Sabres and puck drop will be at 7 p.m. In soccer, the World Cup is happening now. Currently, Portugal is playing Uruguay and can be watched on Fox. Monday Night Football is tonight with the Steelers playing the Colts. Kickoff is slated for 8.15 p.m. Make sure you tune in here at 8 p.m. for all your live game coverage. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Lane Shabazz. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hey, Gator Nation, it's Jamil here from the Mealy Pop Shop. Gainesville's home for all things sports cards, collectibles, memorabilia, autographs, Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, MealyPops.com. Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I won some sweet stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, MealyPops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com, and we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation, and as always, Go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Exactly. Okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Ow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. In 1971, Meldon Law was established, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. We are your home for the Rays, the Lightning, and the Bucks. We are proud to bring Tampa to Gainesville. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And now, more of 
the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, we're back. Jake is here, and I'm sure he'll be busy today. So call him up, say hey, and uh, we'll get things going. Ryan's going to kick it off. Hey, Ryan, what's up? Jeff and Pat, how are y'all doing today? Wonderful. That was a that was tough to watch Thursday. I got to say, um, I think too much. You know, I think it's it's the common theme throughout the season. You know, you, you want to throw the blame too much on AR and the offense. And, and of course they had a lot to do with the struggles, but my God, the defense, you know, this is the worst. It's gotta be top three worst defenses we've ever had. If you look at it <clears throat> throughout the season, they have um, a chance to so. break the record for the worst defense ever, which was set just two years ago. Yeah. The COVID, COVID year. Yeah. Oh yeah, and but I, I mean they they they, they probably won't. They'll probably come a little short of it, but that I think we all know what that means. Well, I don't think it's a coincidence that we broke the record for most points scored in a Florida FSU game. Um, you know, I just we gave up. Uh, I, I've never seen us give up that many points to FSU, and it, we just don't have. It's like you know, you guys were saying we don't have the players. It's it's that simple. Um, it has a lot to do with coaching as well, but I, I think it's it's one of those things. You, if you don't have the players, you could have the best coaches in the world coaching these guys. If they're not the right players, you're not going to, you know, have a great season. Better than six and six, sure, but you know, you're not gonna. You know, you got to have the players. First and foremost, you know they're they they're the ones that execute the plays. They're, that's most important. That's why recruiting is the lifeblood. You know we've got to get better players on defense first and foremost. Um, you know it it showed. You know when um, our middle linebacker, I'm blanking on his name for some reason, but you know the first half when we were with yeah. him, right when we were without him compared to the second half. You know. You know, we got to have more depth than that. We can't rely on one. Well, not only that, but but when he was in the game, he wasn't any good either. He had one tackle in the game in the second well, half. Well, just think if he had support around him, though, and that's my. No, they. The, I'm I'm not going to blame Ventrell Miller. Ventrell Miller is a great player. I love that guy very much, and I'm sure that coming off the bench cold after sitting there for a half was not ideal. But the bottom line is they need 11 good players. They have, like, maybe one and a half. And they need Absolutely. 11 good defensive players. Yeah, and uh, speaking of volleyball, I wanted to uh, say I actually fed them on Thanksgiving morning. I worked Thanksgiving morning, uh, made a catering order for the team and the coaches. And, I, and uh, you know, it feels kind of good to, you know, I gave them the energy and, the you know, the – Wait a minute. Uh, Saturday morning. This Saturday Thursday. Listen, Thursday. Yeah, I thought he said Saturday morning. No, Thursday. Uh, Thursday, Thanksgiving. But, you know, 
it's just kind of cool they went out and got an SEC championship. We needed something positive, you know, so congrats to them. They they deserve it, and, you know, I'm just very proud of the Gator volleyball team, and hopefully basketball will start picking things up, and uh, I just wanted to call in. I hope you guys have a great day. Go Gators. All right, Ryan. Appreciate you. Yeah, that was the highlight of the weekend, to be honest with you. Volleyball? Volleyball winning the SEC championship. And don't think it doesn't matter, 25 championships. Uh, and to, even though they tied with Kentucky, that was big. That was big for uh, UF. That it was. All right, Daryl's next. Hey, Daryl, what's up, man? How's it going, guys? Good. I'm having a lot of trouble. I talked to Steve and Shane today, but to me, we're putting too much of this on AR. Um, the defense, if you're scoring that many points of what they scored on offensive this year, that ought to get you some wins, no, even I, if he is playing bad. I, I completely agree. And, and if you look at it, and, and what hopefully, Darrell, I'll let you go in a second, but I think what people need to understand, if you look at where this offense was, and, and as much as people have you know, moaned and groaned about Napier's play calling or AR or anything, they finished 12th in the country in yards per play. So they know what the heck they're doing, it's just they need a lot of help from a lot of other places and to put it all together. Right. But I think, with the, you know, on back on the defense again, yep. if you're scoring what they're scoring on offense, like you just said, what they're ranked in the country, that ought to do something. But if you can't stop anybody, that's a lot of pressure on the offense. It is. You know, totally. And, and they've so got to feel like every every time they get the ball, they better score. The the games they got to score. So I don't know why we so we down on AR so much. It's like don't want him to come back. I don't know why we're saying that. That Travis kid is a three year starter. Mm-hmm. So you got to look at his his growth from three years ago to now, and he looked like you know a totally different player. He couldn't throw a year ago. ago. A year ago, he was not Seminole. a very good passer. Yeah, Seminoles wanted him out of there. All the fans. So, but anyway, yeah. who's the goat on that campus right now? Uh, Jeff and Pat on uh, as far as Mary Wise and the track coach. Who's the goat? It's still Mouse because all, those were national titles. Yeah, but the goat right. is still Billy Napier because it doesn't matter because you can win all the track and all the volleyball championships you want, but football is still the most important thing. So, but no, I mean, and, yeah. and obviously you hope that Mary could someday get one, and she's been in the national title game a couple of times. Yep. But um, right. it's it's crazy. I give her a lot of credit. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's there, there's never been a female coach to win the volleyball yeah. national championship, which is nuts to think yeah. about. Female sport, right? All right, <laughs> it's crazy. All right, guys, I appreciate. All right, Daryl, thank you, man. Appreciate that. Let's get uh, ATX Gator. How's things in Texas today? <laughs> Tell him, well, hey, I guess Jimbo bought himself a little grace. So How about uh, that, you know, ha- yeah, half the state's feeling all right, I guess, but. Uh, <laughs> That was a, I, I watched every minute of that game. That was I mean, look, the better Shocking. team won. The better team won though. Yeah. That night. And that's what college football is. My wife and I, Jeff, Karen would come into my you know, my little office there. You don't know it, but there, I have a little office there and I have all two TVs up and everything. Yeah, I know. So she would come in and go, Oh, I gotta watch this game here. Because I want to watch the other game, and I go, "This is what I I want to do every day." They, re- but she would come in and watch games for the first time, and she was into it. So, uh, she was very much into that game. I will tell you that she was rooting That's for Texas A&M, which was hard to do, but you had to do it. Yeah, it was it, it was fun, and um, you know, hey, I think 
you know, Friday, I mean, geez, I, I don't know. It's, uh, I, I guess, still just the, uh, you know, the frustration. I can't believe the college football season's already over, and I guess even as a – It's ridiculous. You know, I, <laughs> Did, didn't we just like, – weren't we just talking about the start of the season last pretty week? Pretty much. Yeah, uh, yeah, we 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 were, and it's. Uh, I, I was actually thinking. I was like, oh man, before you guys came on, I'm like, geez, before we know it, we're going to be talking about baseball, and then you know we'll have some dead time, and uh, we'll see. But you know, looking back, I think you know the thing with with AR is the talent is immense. It's there. I think which is what leads to the frustration. And I texted a, a buddy of mine during the game, and I said, the thing with AR is that when he's good, he's really good. But when he's bad, he's bad. And so he's that, like the girl with the curl in the middle of her forehead? <laughs> I mean, that's the but, thing. That's what I take from him, and I, I take this from the entire Florida team. When they're good, they're unbelievable. They're really good. When they're bad, they're but that was the whole season was a great bad. I, I talked about this before. I, I, I said the other day I was playing Anthony Richardson golf, which was great <laughs> shot, bad shot, great shot, bad shot. You know, and instead of great, good shot, good shot, medium shot. Good, no, it's always up or down. And I don't know. It's what it was. I mean, one day we'll look back though, like, on this season and talk about it differently. Well, I think the thing for him, though, is if, if the bad was just average, right? Like where, where the bad was, it wasn't like, oh, my God, what are you doing? And it was just like, oh, okay, we could have done a little bit better there. I think the narrative is different, and I think the, the feeling is different. I mean, Billy said it in the, in the postgame. If you look at the difference in the game – it was Jordan Travis's legs. Yep. Like AR, AR should never be be being outplayed by anyone with his legs. It just shouldn't happen. No, but that's not and, him. That the the problem is Florida couldn't tackle Jordan Travis. Oh. They were they were so pathetic against him. And I again, I think it's partly player problems. They weren't very good at tackling all year. And partly it's coaching that coaches need to teach you how to tackle. So everything is going to be revamped. Everything's going to be different. Um, I think they're going to have a totally. There, I, I there are going to be a lot of. I I don't want to say a lot of uh, replacements on the coaching staff. There will be some. This is Hub Brown, dean of the college. And Hub Brown apparently is going to get involved. So. <laughs> Um, is that Jake telling you you got to let me go? <laughs> I don't think that. Yeah, subtly. Uh, I think it was, yeah. But, I mean, the, the bottom line is I, I'm not worried about where Florida is, Jeff, and I don't think you are either. No, because I think the, what you have to look at now as a Gator fan, and I don't, we, I know we don't want to imagine eight years down the road. Right. But look what Jim Harbaugh just did. I know. For the last two years now against mighty Ohio Better State. Better team. Better team. And, and it took him six years to get to that point. Yeah. But now it looks like they are there. And everything that he's done, everything he's put in, all the stuff. Like So I think patience is something. Now, Kirby did it faster than what people probably normally but do. But every situation is different. different. Yeah. It's different. You know, like when, when Steve Spurrier, and we talked about this day on the podcast, when he took over, he inherited this unbelievable defense. And he could do whatever he wanted on offense because – 
the defense was so good, he knew he could throw the ball and not not worry about going forward on fourth down and stuff like that. And that and that continued on through his career. Yeah. Um, when Urban Meyer took over Florida, Ron Zook had recruited the hell out of it. He just couldn't coach it, and Urban right. Meyer coached it. So you, yeah, it it all dep- Everything's different. Other th- places you come in and you you inherit a absolute mess. Er, uh, for example, um, McElwain inherited a mess offensive line-wise. They had like three offensive linemen. Remember that? They couldn't even yep. play a spring yeah, game. Yeah, they couldn't even do the spring game. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm just saying we ha- you have to be patient even though it's very, 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 very difficult. And Pat, that will lead me to, to my last thing, and I'll get out of the way. I know you guys either have a break or busy phone lines. But I think the other thing – is in, in just for Gator Nation as a whole, and again, I know I'm the, the sunshine pumper, the whatever you want to call me, but you can do it Jimbo's way, NIL, fast money, end up with kids smoking weed in the locker room, you're five and six. Or five and we seven. can try and be five and seven, sorry. Or we can try Make and sure be, you include that Florida law. <laughs> believe Billy knows what he's doing and is, is, you know, where maybe I just think in the NIL kind of realm, we're seeing already the problems that are going to happen with some of the people who maybe just go for all the five stars are going to lead to maybe a season where you might win a national title, but you're going to end up with the broken program like Meyer did. And I think Florida fans need to just accept that. We don't ever want to do that again. Like we need to try and build something the right way for some sustained success where we're not going to go through years of just such mediocre football where we're all trying to pull our hair out. Listen, go Gators. Have a great week, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, ATX Gator. Well, that's the thing. You've got to get the right guys in. It's not a matter of how many five stars you get. It's a matter of do you get the right guys, the right five stars. I mean, Florida had two. How many five stars are on this roster or were on this roster? I think four, four Link, or five. Yeah. None Garden of, Cox are gone. None of them were. And none of them did Bowman anything. left. Um, Lingard. Right, I said that. Oh, okay. Um, anyway. But no, I, it's, a, it's a process. And for, for Ventrell yeah. to come in after the game, at least in the press conference for those that listened to it, and he said this was probably the funnest year he had. I heard that, yeah. Because of the brotherhood and, and everything else that was formed in that locker room. I think there was a lot of guys who were really excited. And if you're young and going to be a part of this, I think you're really looking forward to what lies ahead but obviously you need to get a lot of other guys in here to buy into that and be with you because they just don't have the yeah. talent. And that's the problem. And you would hope that again, you can you can you have to keep it at 85, but you don't have to keep it at 25. So you can you can bring in a lot of guys and there's going to be purging and the roster will, I will tell you will be better next year. I have no doubt about that. It'll be a better roster. Now, does it come together? We just saw a basketball team play a game last night with a roster that was culled together of talented players and played like poop. You know, I mean, it was pathetic how they played last night. So you never know how it's all going to work together. That's right. That's all I'm saying. All right. Well, we're together, but apart for just a few minutes. We'll come back and uh, keep it rolling. You're listening to the tailgate here on a Sonic Sound Off Monday. Of journalism and communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. 
Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the quality plumbing team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, quality plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC043073. Gentlemen, listen up. Your lady is letting you watch football, go to tailgates, and hang out with your buddies every weekend this time of year, so you need to show her some thanks with something that'll make her smile. And what's better than jewelry? Oaks Jewelry is the place that'll create that smile with their amazing selection of diamond studs in every price range. They'll look amazing on game day with her gator tee and jeans, or how about date night paired up with that little black dress? Now show her you're a stud and get that special something just because... Oaks Jewelry, making North Central Florida smile for more than 30 years. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. You still can't find them? Just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel any time. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Skies mostly clear this evening into the start of the overnight. Low temperatures turning quite chilly, though, have dropped to the upper 40s and lower 50s by daybreak tomorrow. We'll have to contend with patchy, dense fog for our Tuesday morning commute, but then turning quite beautiful tomorrow afternoon. Lots of sunshine, highs near 80. Milder tomorrow night into Wednesday morning. Partly cloudy skies, lows near 60. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Mike White should continue to play. Continue to start him, Robert Sala. We've already seen this happen before. We've seen it happen in Washington with Robert Rivera and Carson Wentz. Taylor Heineke's out there. Dudes are playing for Taylor Heineke. You can see that. Guys are playing for Mike White. And it, it brings up a bigger discussion because I know when guys are drafted high, there's all this talk around quarterbacks and the word potential, right? I'd much rather have production than potential. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We are your home for Tampa Bay Lightning Hockey. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, 
The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. You know, a lot of people have told me, uh, we don't we don't want Robbie and Zach. We want Jeff more often. So it's good that you're here today. Cool. I'm happy to be here. All right, back to the phones we go because there's lots of people on. calling. We've got... How do I know that? I don't know. All <laughs> Look, three are taken, so empty. be ready. John, what's up? Hey, uh, good afternoon, guys. Uh, thank you for having your show today. I hope you guys had a wonderful Thanksgiving. My, I had one as well. So having said all that, you know, somebody had mentioned talking about Travis for Florida State and how he's progressed so much. Yeah, he, he had a great game the other night, but his his passing stats weren't that great. He didn't even throw for 50%, so I don't know where we're coming and saying all of a sudden this guy is going to be was the second coming to uh, Danny Warfel. So no, but he was he was the difference in the game. Oh, yeah, yeah, with absolutely. his legs, yeah, right by running, and Florida not being able to tackle him when they had him, and and that was where they they got, you know, they were able to use their running quarterback. Well, Florida was not able to was use not, their, yeah, right. And, and thinking about AR, I mean, this is what's what culmination of the whole season. You know, look at how, back, how many games we've gone. Even go back to Vanderbilt, where we relied on a long touchdown pass. The three, three in the first half. Jeff, you alluded to, you know, three out of five or three touchdowns on long passes. I'm looking for what you just mentioned, Pat, and one of your earlier callers. I want good. I want. I don't need three great plays and then rest of this rest of the game be sucky. I want I want good 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 you know across the board meaning the intermediate routes let's get it down there but if the fact is we've had to rely on these long passes because when we get in the red zone we stink so you know it, you're good that's a good point and I I talked about this in one of the many things I wrote this weekend but and I think Jeff will agree with me I feel like they've wasted a really good offensive line. In yeah, right. You're a six and six team with that offensive line that could you could ran the ball for unbelievable numbers. You you never let the quarterback. You know, I mean, I, I don't want to say never, but you protected your quarterback, and so that offensive line ended up six and six. That's not right, and that's where they've got to get better. You having a great offensive line is something Gator fans have been waiting for forever, and they finally had one, and it didn't. Pre- produce uh wins that's a weird the weird part of it do you yeah. agree with that on? yeah but again that that doesn't it was all the, it was the defense they gave up all these points and i all know these games. my so, point yeah, is i feel like it's waste a it. wasted offensive well, it line. sucks yeah. to waste kyle Trask a couple of years ago yes too. I, totally so yeah. i mean you have one of the best seasons in the history but of they Florida didn't football. waste kyle Trask. i mean they were eight and four right well, at the end, we lost the last yeah, three ball games. They were eight LSU and two. in the bowl game, yeah. and all that. So they didn't waste him. They, I, I never felt like that. I feel like they wasted this offensive line. Okay, I agree. Hey, I, I'll take this guys off the air, but uh, I, I want to get your take on the three hires. Obviously, Freeze going to Auburn, Fickle going to uh, Wisconsin, and the third one. I forget who's going to – oh, uh, Matt Rule going to Nebraska. I just wanted to get a question, see if you guys had any takes on us. Talk to you guys later. All right, thanks, John. 
I think Rule uh, to Nebraska is a brilliant move. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know they're. I don't know that Nebraska can ever be great again. I don't know that they can. But my, he's as good a coach as they're going to get. Um, yeah, Fickle was really good at Cincinnati. Yeah, I, I I'm surprised he took that job because yeah. I I don't know that different it's different style a, of yeah. football. And it's also a uh, it's not a guarantee job. But anyway, no. but uh, we'll get see back what happens there. Although Cincinnati was going into a big time conference. Yeah, that's so fine. that's a little little weird. It's kind on of that a, one. Uh, again money. And then I listen, guess. Hugh Freeze has been good everywhere he's been. Obviously, uh, had a little bit of trouble. But I saw. I the, think he's going to be good there. I saw this, and this is exactly what Auburn is. Okay, Auburn tried to fire Brian Harson by trumping up a charge that he had slept with one of his. Uh, was it an assistant or was it a so anyway? It was somebody worked in the office. Somebody worked in the yeah. office, which wasn't true, but they tried to do that. They tried to make this yeah. a big deal. So the, instead, they fired him and hired a guy who had a burner phone for hookers. Mm-hmm. Okay, that is the most Auburn thing ever. Ever. Uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, that is Auburn personified. Eh, we don't like you cheating on your wife unless we think you could win games. And then John Cohen just went there, right? He did. He's the AD, so he made the hire. Interesting that the... Uh, the story that came out that Kiffin was going there came out of, I think it was uh, Columbus, Mississippi. And obviously that that guy had connections with John Cohen, so that's where he got it from. Yeah. And then didn't work no, out. It did not. And I, again, I think Kiffin just basically said, from what I've been told, he, he said, look, here's, what, here's the way I want things to work, going through Jimmy Sexton. And they went, no, that's not the way we do things. We want the boosters to be in in the middle of your press conferences. And he just went, nah. Went Can't deal with it. All right, let's get uh, another John to join us. Hey, John, what's up? Hey, guys. How y'all doing? Good. Good. Got a, got a question for y'all and then a couple comments. Uh, over and under, 15, uh, 15 uh, portal guys coming in for the next season. Well, okay, let's go. To, you got to do the numbers. Um, you got 85. You have no restrictions on how many you can bring in anymore. So if you consider that they're probably going to get down in the to 50, I would think, with guys getting let go and transferring. But you're going to have a pretty big fr- freshman. I would say under 15, but close to 15. It's, yeah, it's going to be right. I would say probably around 10 yeah, or so. Yeah, 10 to 12, I would I would go with. Uh-huh. And then comment, you know, I'd say, Take away the South Florida game and the Kentucky game, you know, regardless of whether we utilized our offensive line or not, we still, for the most part, each game we scored enough to win if our defense could have stepped up the plate. This upcoming year, I'm not calling for the coach's head, but next year, got to be vast improvements on defense. And if I'm, if I'm Coach Napier, I'm trying to call in and find the best uh, special teams coordinator that there is out there and offering whatever it takes to get him to Florida. Because our special teams. I, I know where I would go. I would go to South, South Carolina. Carolina. Exactly. I would blank check. <laughs> hey, because our punter, our, I think we got a good punter. Got a great punter. Yeah, I don't know how. What does he have? Another year? Who? I think our punter's pretty yeah, good, but everything else that goes around that is is 
is awful. And yes, I'd be calling South Carolina and saying, how much do we make this check out for you to come down here and start making our special teams special? And that's what, that's what Billy Napier did was he went to a lot of people and a lot of uh, smaller roles, whether it was Katie Turner, whether it was uh, a lot of people along that list and said, Hey, we can give you more. We'll get you down here. And that's what they were. They kind of wrote him a blank check. But that would be the number one. Look, when when Billy Napier came in here and started talking about how special teams, and I was excited. I said, "Hey, look, I I understand it's a third of the of the uh, of a college football team is special teams. I haven't seen that. The special teams have been awful, and they need to get that resolved. And they will get. I think they will get it resolved." I think when you get better players, like if your second team defensive backs are four stars and they're running down the field on special teams because they want to play, it's going to be different than if you've got two stars running down there or walk-ons. Um, but special teams were a big disappointment for me this year. All right. We yeah, need one. I mean, well, Go ahead, John. <laughs> yeah, I mean – it is better players make better, you know, better plays. Oh, yeah. Just like in yeah. the South Carolina game, everybody knew that they, they're, they're out to try at any given time uh, a fake punt. And what do we do? <laughs> we, let them, we let them do it, and we don't even cover their guy. It's regardless of whether we had a two-star or a five-star. There was nobody even yep. looking for it. And, now, <laughs> special teams I mean, were a joke this year. They were, they were, they were mediocre at best. Let's just put it that way. We got to take a break. Thanks for the call. We appreciate it. We'll got to get a break for the uh, last segment, and then we'll come back and wrap it up here for the first hour of a two-hour, as we always do. Tailgate on ESPN. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Lane Chabaz. Auburn has just announced the hiring of Hugh Freeze as new head football coach after Brian Harson was let go after Week 9. In the NHL, the Tampa Bay Lightning will be playing tonight. This game will be against the Buffalo Sabres in Buffalo. Puck drop will be at 7 p.m., and this game can be viewed on ESPN+. The NBA will also be happening tonight with the Orlando Magic facing off against the Brooklyn Nets. The Magic are hoping to bounce back with the win after losing both games to the 76ers last week. The Steelers will be playing the Colts tonight at 8.15 p.m. The Colts are currently 4-6, and six, and the Steelers are currently 3-7. and seven. Make sure you tune in here at 7.30 p.m. for all your live game coverage. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Lane Shabazz. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. 
Score big this Christmas with a gift from Electronics World. Hi, this is Chris Doring. I trust Electronics World for the electronics in my home and highly recommend them. In football, you have to have a great lineup to be successful. And it's the same for the electronics in your home. Check out the Electronics World lineup. Sony, Bowers & Wilkins, Marantz, Yamaha, BDI, Sunbright, Sonos, URC, and more. This holiday season, give them or yourself a gift to enhance your home or office from Electronics World in Gainesville. Online at electronicsworld.net. Don't let talk of higher prices and higher interest rates put a damper on your holiday. At International Diamond Center, we've got the price relief you deserve and 0% interest financing for five whole years. That's right. Now through December 12th, you can spread your payments over five years with zero finance charges. It's our gift to you so you can make the most of this special time this year. How about a $5,000 pair of diamond stud earrings for just $85 a month? You can even finance the sales tax. Or you can take advantage of special discounts on cases of diamond and gold fashion jewelry. 20% instant savings. Or for the ultimate in value, check out owner Keith LeClaire's signature specials. Exquisite jewelry marked down an amazing 40%. Rings, earrings, bands, and bracelets. Make it a Christmas to remember with something special, something timeless, and something meaningful from International Diamond Center. Get instant savings or five years zero interest financing now through December 12th. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved credit. Inside the Huddle with Steve Spurrier, Shane Matthews, and Steve Russell. Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. right here on WRUF. All right, wrapping up the first hour, Duels and Dozo. Jakey is here as well. Let other people talk. It's, they don't want to listen to your beats. I love that song. Okay. Mississippi Queen. Hopefully we're not going to Mississippi for a bowl game. Jonesy, what's up? No, they aren't going to Mississippi. You guys, I was afraid to call because... You already say that we cheated, but did you not who, know? Who said you cheated? Julie. I never said you cheated. <laughs> hey, but I, that's all I'm hearing. I think you From cheated back day. in the 90s. Do I think that? Yes. Well, I'm going to say this. I cannot approach a Gator fan, and, and half of my family is Gator fan, without saying that we cheated. But do, they, do you not know that the head ref was an SEC ref. You know what I'm saying? I'm not understanding why would he have an ACC team going to cheat for them. But hey, tell I thought me they changed that where it was always the home team would have the home ref. The ACC crew. But that was definitely yeah. – the head guy was an yeah, SEC I, guy. Yeah, I did notice that. Yeah. yeah I don't know. They must have changed that back because after the uh, – the what people call the uh, swindle in the swamp – and uh, what was that, 2004, when uh, Florida lost and they uh, had ACC refs and they blew a bunch of calls. They w they changed the rule and said, hey, we'll have the uh, home team, we'll, we'll supply the refs, and I guess they changed it back. But, uh, yeah, that was definitely an, an SEC ref. It would No, nobody cheated. 
Nobody is saying they cheated. They they were the better team. They had better players. And uh, right. you hope that doesn't last forever. Right. And tell me the game didn't change when Florida came out in the third quarter. I was like, why are they not running the football? You was running the football down our throat. And all of a sudden you let off the pilot and then you just had him to throw and he was one for 13. That was a change of the game to me. Well, I mean, and the little little shovel pass that he missed was a touchdown. There was nobody on that whole side of the field. Yep. I mean, there was a lot of things. But listen, and Florida State just ended up playing a little bit better. I, I think the fans are idiots, and I think Florida State's idiots for acting the way they did after the game. But I mean, I, I guess because you hadn't won in three years, maybe that's three years though. I mean, that's it's like, like nothing. It, like I get, I I get Vanderbilt rushing the field. All ninety fans yeah. are theirs. Yeah, slowly. But, yeah, for FSU to do that, it, I mean, Jonesy, but, I don't know how you were as a fan. but, but Don't tell me Florida's not relevant. The I, last two teams that beat them rushed the field. I, and I didn't expect it. Like, I'm sitting there on the field with Napier, just, and then all of a sudden people are starting to <laughs> run towards us, and cops are pushing people out of the way and having some – it was just weird. It's stupid. Yeah, but think about it. It's something new this year. Because every time you look at the television, somebody's rushing the yes, field. Yes, it's not new. Yeah, that's it the is, new what has happened cool is, thing to do. Yeah. It, and they hype it, it up. And It happened like about three or four years ago. A lot of people were doing it. And then they stopped doing it. And then they started doing it again. Because I think I, I, I go back to Tennessee. You know, Tennessee kind of started it. Yeah. But I will say this. But they're not thinking about the fines. The, the kids no, are. They just no. want to go have fun and, they and never get on the will. field. But the SEC can put an end to this, at least, for the SEC. You can't put an end to it. Maybe we, if we get a commissioner, we can. But an SEC uh, can put an end to it by saying, look, if you rush the field, you lose a home game next year. They won't, well, let, them, they won't let them rush the field again, right? Right, the, the, but I... I I would say, why don't you, as many as you can identify, suspend suspend a ticket for a couple of games? That was yeah, stop. but how many? No, how many? It, there's that. like that's everybody. Like there were ten thousand Tennessee fans on the field. You can't get them all. I say you lose a home game the next. Maybe if it's not even the next year, because I know, I know a lot of things are planned out ahead of time, uh, in terms of uh, you know where you're going to stay and everything. But maybe. Okay, so two years from now, the home game you think you were going to have is going to be played on the road. They the teams, it's not hard to stop people from storming the field. Florida has never allowed it. Okay, you can stop people from storming the field if you want to. If you want to, you can stop it. Nobody's trying to stop it now, and that's the problem. I think. I think, or you can say this, and I thought about this the other day. What if you just said, hey, storm the field whenever you want until somebody dies? And then guess what? It'll be over. So just let it go. Let it go forever. Let everybody storm the field, and somebody's going to get trampled like at the Who concert. And, and you know, that's going to be the end of it. I, I don't well, like storming I'm, the field. I think it's a stupid thing, and um, I hope it, it it eventually ends. Yeah. Because why would you start? You storm the field beating a team that's won 12 games in two years, okay? 
That's not that's not a good look. No, it is not. Jonesy, thank you. Congrats on the win. You got bragging rights right. for a whole year. Anytime you call, brag I, it up. Totally. I totally you agree with that. What it's all about. All right, whole another hour to go. If you would like to uh, contribute to our shenanigans today, then you can. Jake is here taking the calls. 392-8255 on our Titan MRI hotline. You're listening to the tailgate. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gatto's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Life is short, and if we spend our time suffering with pain and it takes away our joy, that's not a very good way to live. He's right. It's hard to be happy when you're in constant pain. QC Kinetics patient Chad admits the chronic pain in his knee really robbed his quality of life. When I was going to the traditional doctor and getting the pain pills, my smile wasn't as big as it usually is. Going to my high school reunion on crutches, it was awful. But then Chad visited QC Kinetics. He experienced the real power behind natural regenerative treatments. Using healing properties from his own body, QC Kinetics was able to restore and repair damaged tissue, finally giving Chad lasting relief with no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. And I'm feeling on top of the world because of QC Kinetics. Learn how advanced regenerative medicine can help your body heal itself at QC Kinetics. Call now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. In Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. At Radiant Credit Union, we can't read minds, but we're pretty sure you'd like to save some money. Radiant gives our members a few ways to save a little every day. For starters, Radiant members who use their Visa debit card for signature purchases earn a nickel back on each transaction. And with our Even Up Savings account, they also earn an amazing rate on their spare change from every purchase. Find out all the ways Radiant Credit Union helps you earn and save at radiantcu.org slash earn more. Federally insured by NCUA. Since 1971, Melden Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community, sponsoring shows like The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, live every weekday from 4 to 6. You can also join our podcast, Melden Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 audio platforms. Melden Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldenLaw.com. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. 
Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardozo UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right, we're more than an hour into the Monday after Florida FSU. But maybe we should be talking about Florida versus West Virginia. God, was that ugly. Did you watch any of that last night? No. I watched a little bit, and then I turned it off, and I kept coming back going, now they're down 24. Bad. I, I, I I don't know what they're trying to do. I don't know. I'm not going to worry about it. That's, that's the way I look at it. I'm not going to worry about it. I, I'm going to give this guy time like I want to give Billy Napier time. Yeah, need to. And, I, and again, I say this over and over again, and I will continue to say it. This team had a chance to go 12-0, and 0, literally. They were in every game in the fourth quarter. Suffered maybe Georgia. No, they, it was 28-20 in the fourth quarter. In theory, you could win a game. Yes, yeah, no, you could. But, yeah. but they were down a bunch, came back. They're better. In the third quarter. They're better. They're way better than Florida. But as we sit there and talk about the defense and people calling in and saying this offense was good enough, which, yeah, I, I agree. But I think the, there's three games this year if the offense is better than Florida wins Kentucky, Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt and probably. I mean, LSU's the defense was awful at LSU. Yeah. Same with they LSU couldn't get a stop against life. Tennessee. So I mean, maybe maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe, maybe two. two. But then it's eight and four, and you're like, yeah. But instead, Florida went two and two in the first month, two and two in the second month, two and two in the third month. Mm-hmm. They just couldn't maintain. They weren't a very consistent team. But again, this is what Napier is. He's not trying to build this thing this year. And that's what people have to understand. He's trying to build this thing long term. Now, the if you ask me, is he going to build? Is he going to make Florida great again? I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, I, I honestly, I, I, yeah, you don't know, but I think that answer is more towards. I the lean yes. that way, seeing everything yeah. that I saw this year and how different it's been exactly. over the last decade. I think they're going the right direction, but this was not a, a year. I mean, yeah. but he. And, and I was talking to Nick Delatore, you know Nick very well, mm-hmm. uh, about this yesterday, and, and we were talking about it, and he said, you know, if you take the Vandy game out, people are pretty happy. They can live with it. They can live with what happened. The Vandy game kind of changed. Yeah, I think and that stopped see, all the momentum. You see what Tennessee did to a crap, a good team did to a crappy team. It's they crazy. beat them 56 to nothing. Yeah. That's what you do. I know. After they lost to South Carolina, who Florida throttled. So. South Carolina is the most incredible story of three weeks of football yeah. I've ever seen in my life. Pretty insane. I've never seen anything like it. That team quit in Against Gainesville. the Gators. And then they went and scored 63 on Tennessee and beat a, a playoff team. They, they beat back-to-back teams that thought they were going to be yeah. in the playoff. And Clemson had won 40 straight games at home. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And mm-hmm. I give them credit. You know, I, I – I, I was rooting for him 
to win that game. So yeah. All right, lots of calls. So let's get back to our Titan MRI hotline and kick things off with Chris. Chris, what's up? Hello, Chris. Hi there, guys. I just wanted to tell you, uh, I worked with Jonesy for a long time, so I know that guy really well. <laughs> <laughs> Good. So I hope he's listening to me. Um, I want to see this next year. Uh, they've got to turn the tackling to a tackling machine. Um, they're going to have to turn it around at least a thousand percent. And uh, they need the to bring those uh, tackling dummies that uh, that uh, what's his name, uh, the coach at Dartmouth. I can't think of his name now. Uh, Buddy Tevens yeah. invented. Practice, they need yeah. to bring him down there because they, uh, clearly they're not tackling anybody uh, in practice. Yeah, they're whiffing on all the most of the guys. You know, they just let them you know waltz into the end zone and stuff like that. That's not going to ha- that's not going to fly. You're going to have to uh, the quarterbacking. I hope he sticks around. He should be, you know. He won't. He's okay. gone. He's done. Yeah, he's he won't play. I my gut is he won't play in the bowl game. But if he sticks around, he could use the other next two years and and then take his NFL game later. You, he's got to improve. Yeah, but you're living you know. in a dream world there. Hmm. Well, it's something he should think about. You know, I mean, you know. I think he's thought about it, but I think he wants out. I think he wants to get away from here. I think he wants to not be uh, around a fan base. That, if they tell him he's going to be a first-round pick, you don't stay for that. Even a chance of a first-round pick. Yeah. yeah, Or a second round, yeah. Um, and I think if they the tell about- him you you can't go in the first round, I think he – that. Yeah, but he'd it, come back. I, I, think, I don't think they'll do that. I think they'll say, hey, look, you got a shot to go in the first round. That's going to be enough for him. I, I would agree with you. If you're looking at it long term and you have a chance to come back at Florida and do some things and you can probably make more money down the road, but the bottom line is this is the guy who gets hurt a lot. Think about that. How many right. how many times, yeah. Jeff, did he go into the tent the or or have to come out of a game? I think four or five. My count was five. Of five games where he had to leave the game. Uh, he so why would you come back and play for free even though you're getting a million dollars, but when you have a chance to go to the NFL and at least start yeah, your, getting into a system and yeah. letting them teach you? I I just don't think there's any way he's coming back. I've and, said that, I've been saying way, that for four weeks. Yeah, and I also like uh, his plan. I like Napier's plan. It's gonna it's a, he's gonna be here long term. None of these four or five guys and then years and then they're gone to another game, another uh, team. So I think he's sticking around long term. Um, well, know. the last three guys were planned on sticking around long term. <laughs> he just got fired. <laughs> so right. I mean, he's going to have to win games. Um, he's obviously going to have a better year than he had this year. But I think, and Jeff Jeff knows this better than I because he's around it a lot more. But I think he's on the right track. This was certainly not the year he hoped to have. No, but but I think he knew going in the type of talent that was he on this roster. He knew that, but I think he he could. He still get thought it he was going to get it, get it more. Yeah, he didn't. Especially after yeah. beating Utah in Game One, yeah. he thought it would be better. Well, even but. after after being uh, six and four, yeah, I think he yeah, thought win they the would win two. those last two. Sure, we'll be ready for Utah next year out there. I can't wait for that game too. Yeah, it'll be fun, Chris. Thank you for the call. Appreciate that. Let's think about that though. They this. Everybody talks about well, you know, oh, oh, tough schedule. Yeah, guess what? You got to go at Utah, at LSU, at South Carolina. I'm sorry, yeah. that's a tough game. At Missouri, which where Florida's never played well. Um, where else do they have to go? I'm trying to think of where else they have to go. They have to go somewhere else. 
they do get FSU and Tennessee at home, but the bottom line is it's going to be a tough schedule again next year. You're going to have to play. You're going to, have to be a much better team to get to seven or eight wins. You got to go to Kentucky is the other one. Kentucky, yeah. All right, let's get uh, the Cattleman to join us next. Happy uh, first day after Thanksgiving, Cattleman. Yeah, back at you, Jeff, and I guess I'll be the first one to say ho, 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 Merry Christmas, season's greetings. There you I go. I hollered at Pat on Monday before Thanksgiving, but here comes Chris Kringle. Sweet. Yeah. Hey, guys. Um, I worry about Christmas. You know what I worry about Christmas? December 23rd. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm with you, Pat. They play at Christmas music way too early, don't they? Hey, uh, guys, uh, positive stuff comes from strange sources, so I got a little positive stuff for you today. I want to discuss the uh, changing face of college football, SEC. But let's look at Florida real quick, guys. Uh, First-year coach, 6-6, uh, six six, not a lot of fun. Losing to Kentucky and Vanderbilt, pretty embarrassing, although Kentucky was pretty good this year. But what you don't want to be is Hurricane Mario, 5-7 and seven in no ball game. I was looking at uh, Jerry Palm, CBS, who I like best. You, I'm sure you respect him too, Pat. Hey, man, Florida, UCLA, it's not going to the Live Bomb Birmingham Bowl, trip to Vegas, Raiders, Allegiant Stadium. That's a pretty nice ball game for a 6-16. Six and 16. Well, I know this. I know Florida wants to go to the uh, Vegas Bowl because that, that will make their players want to play that game. So, um, But it is no guarantee it's going to be there. It could end up being the, the uh, Birmingham Bowl, and then guess what? Nobody's going to want to play in that game. <laughs> Because it's yeah, it's the worst bowl you could possibly play in, but um, yeah, no. Look, uh, I watched the uh, the uh, who they play in the last game. I'm, I'm a pit, and I'm watching that game. Going, I told my wife, I go, here's the game I'm going to watch tonight because I want to make sure they don't get into a bowl game, and it, they didn't even come close. I mean, it was twenty eight nothing at halftime, and I said, I told my wife, I go. I think the fans are booing, but I can't tell because there's not many there. And this was early in the game. Hey, moving along here, guys. Um, I've been fortunate to go to Vegas a pretty decent amount. Have you all spent much time in Vegas? I've been three times. I've been twice. Yeah, okay. So I don't have to tell you guys. But for folks out there who have never been, if you want to see the Gators play, go to Vegas. It'd be a trip of a lifetime. Oh, they'll sell it out. Mm -hmm. I Believe me. Big money Gator fans are going to go to that game, and that's why they they why they want that game. But it doesn't mean they're going to necessarily get it. Yeah, and it's not. Yeah, it's right to be determined. But it's not San Diego State or Utah showing up. It's UCLA also. So, hey, um, your last they won't they won't win that game. I will tell you that. Yeah, DTR does DTR play or does he may not. He may he may say uh, it's it could be Kitna versus whoever the (laughs) hell their backup is. I don't even know who it is. Yeah, yeah, moving along here quickly, guys. Your last caller asked my question, so AR's done. You figure he's he's done. Oh, yeah. I don't think there's any doubt. I don't think anybody okay. believes he's going to be back. Okay. Uh, Spencer Rattler, y'all think he's done? I think he's – that is a little bit tougher equation because he had two great games at the end of the year but was pretty mediocre the rest of the year. Uh, but he may go out. He may say, "Hey, that's, I'm ready to go." Um, yeah, I think I think quotes today, Pat. You, might you got to look at it this way, Cattleman. Uh, Stroud's coming out. Uh, Levis is going to be a high pick, even though I don't see it. Uh, there's a lot of good quarterbacks in this class, so he yeah. may look at it and go, "Hey, I'm going to wait a year." And 
Richardson, I don't think will. I think Richardson's going to say, I want to get out of here. Well, I, I Googled before I called Pat. I, I think there's a quote from Rattler saying pretty heavily he's gone. But, um, you know, people forget on that guy. Everybody's loving on Shane Beamer again and all that. I think Shane Beamer's a clown. I think it's cryptocurrency. I think he's FTX. But people forget Rattler was the number one recruit in America coming out of high school. Five-star dude. And maybe the light went on and said, hey, man, if I want to be an NFL player, I better start playing yeah, like it. Figure it out. I, I can't explain the last two weeks either. No. I don't think it's Shane Beamer, but I think Spencer Rattler showed up. Yeah, he just got – well, why would you wait? He just – I'm sure he was pissed that he got axed from Oklahoma. I and think he goes there, back – he's so full of himself. back to Desmond Watson face mask him. No. I, I think that's when he said, i got to start playing. I'm just, it's a joke. Go, go ahead. Jeff, it's a yes. joke. Oh. You're supposed to laugh at that. <laughs> yeah, the last thing is, is it, it's going to be freeze at Auburn. Is that what, what the latest news is? Correct. Guys, I hate to see that. I kind of, I know the media, your buddies there, Pat, like to bully these coaches. Hey, coach, are you going to be here on Monday? It puts these coaches in a terrible position. I can't imagine why Kiffin would pass on Auburn. But um, I'd like to get you. I do. I know why he did. Why? I think that he wanted certain things that they did not want to deliver. And when you when you're kind of like 70-30 about a coach, about bringing him in and he wants so much and he didn't want the alumni to be involved and he want he didn't want to have to deal with that crap and they weren't 100% sure they wanted him. They weren't they weren't willing to do all the things he wanted, I think that's why he ended up not going there. Okay, Pat, I know you're familiar with Freeze. Just curious what you guys think about how Freeze will fly at Auburn, and y'all have a great evening. All right, thanks. Hey, he's a good coach. He's a really good coach. There's no doubt about it. It just cracks me up that they tried to get Brian Harson out on cheating on his wife and ended up hiring a guy who had a burner phone for hookers. But, I mean, that's that's Auburn, right? That is so Auburn. Hey, we're not gonna we're gonna try to get rid of this coach because we we're gonna make up a charge about him cheating on his wife. But now we're gonna go hire a guy who had a burner phone to hire hookers for players and yeah. that's fine. But you can't do it both ways. Well, I know you got to be consistent in your message. They're different, not, different. Uh, they're not consistent in their message. Different administration. Why? It's not that different. All right, we need a break. We'll do that. Auburn. Come back and get more of your phone calls. You are listening to the tailgate on a Sonic Sound Off Monday. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Lauren Halpern. In the NFL, the Indianapolis Colts will host the Pittsburgh Steelers tonight after a tough loss against the Raiders on Friday. Kickoff is set for 8.15 for tonight's matchup. You can find coverage right here starting at 7.30. In Gator Sports, the volleyball team was granted hosting rights for the NCAA tournament on Sunday night. The team holds the number three spot and will take on Florida A&M for the first round on Friday at 7 p.m. High school hoops begin this week. Tonight, girls basketball matchups will be between Chieflin and Eastside, Bradford and Jackson White, Hamilton County and Newberry, and Fort White and Bell. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Lauren Halpern. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. 
things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, it's Kyle from Leonardo's Millhopper. 2022 has been a hell of a ride so far, but it's finally football season again and time to get the party started. While everything else seems to be in a constant state of change, at Leonardo's Millhopper, we're still serving pies, garlic knots, and salad bar the same way we've been doing it since 1976. Come on in with your family and friends to relive good times and create new memories at Gainesville's iconic pizza destination. Follow us on Instagram for the sexy food pics, and as always, don't forget to tailgate 10. Hey, Jeff. Yo! I'm back, baby! Well, folks, football season snuck up on us, and we're right in the middle of all the action. So if you weren't ready, well, that's on you. Don't let that happen when it comes to Christmas time. It's time to start thinking about getting that special somebody a unique gift that they'll remember forever. And the first place you should think of when doing that is Oaks Jewelry. Let their amazing staff put together something unique that'll score you more points than the orange and blue do on the football field. Whether it's a Christmas proposal, a necklace for mom with all the kids' birthstones, or anything in between, there is no place that'll treat you better than Oaks Jewelry. So stop in today. We're proud to be your home for Gator women's basketball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF online at WRUF.com. All right, welcome back. Dools and Dozo here with you as we uh, continue through a uh, Monday edition of the Tailgate. A lot of great calls so far. Appreciate every one of them. And we go back to the phones and get Tim to join us next. Timmy, what's up? 
What's happening, guys? Um, I don't know if you remember, I called before the start of the year, and I said, listen, I have some questions, not about Billy Napier so much. There were those, but I questioned the guy who hired him, and that he's been a mediocre hire machine, essentially. Scott Strickland hires average or below average, and he tries to get the young and -and up-and-comer. My, and my thought on Billy and what I told you guys then, I doubt you remember you get 100 calls a day, but I felt that he was a great CEO. He'd said all the right things. He was putting all the things in place, but I had a lot of questions about his game day. How, how is he going to coach when it comes down to it? I got to say, after 12 games, I don't feel real good. I don't feel like those questions have been answered or answered in a positive way. Um, we continued with – multiple weird decisions with, with clock management, timeouts, odd play calling. I, I question some of the talent evaluation. I, I think getting rid of Whittemore, which is essentially what he did. I know he quit, but whatever. He was quit out by the coach. I question, you know, a lot. And then I don't see any development in any of our position groups. Nobody improved throughout the year. I can't look at him and say, you know, those DBs, they weren't real good that first week. But by the end of the year, they were pretty good. Or those linebackers or anything. To me, we were the same team on Friday that we were against Utah. Nothing changed. We didn't improve in any capacity. We just rolled the same crap out there and hoped it would fly. So I don't know if the question is, did he accept the, the mediocrity and the results and the poor performance and say, that's okay? Or does he not have the ability to coach these kids up to get any better? And neither one of those is really a good scenario, but I can't figure out why we didn't ever get any better. Well, I mean, you have to look at an offense that finished 12th in the, in the NCAA in total yards. I mean, it, so it's hard to be critical of the offense. It's easy to be critical of the quarterback because he was very up and down. Look, I I am right there with you when, when you talk about the defense. The defense – I, they're not that bad talent-wise uh, to play right. as bad as they right. do. Um, it, it, again, was an, another issue on, on, on Friday night where they just couldn't – I mean, they gave up th- 299 yards in the first half. I mean, that's just ridiculous. They, they can't be at that level. They've got to get better. They could get better players, and they got to coach better. Um, but, yeah, I mean – I, I still believe that, that he knows what he's doing, but am I right? I don't know that. I right. don't know that. I don't know that. Yeah. Well, I, and- you know, Tim, it's, it, it is, I think, the way you're looking at it, the, the, the right way to look at it. But I, I think, I don't know. I just, I saw a lot of progress that was different from the way it's been done over the last couple of years. And I just think that there wasn't a lot of some areas, not all areas. I'm I'm talking about just internally, not the results on the field, the the stuff that you guys can't necessarily see, but just the attention to everything that they're doing to try to revamp this program. I don't know if you were listening in the first hour, but somebody sort of asked the same type of question and, and it's hard to think eight years down the road or six years down the road, but I mean, look at what now Harbaugh's done over the last couple of years and, and building that program, how long it took him and the patience and everything that you have to do. I just I, I think that he's the right guy to get it there. I think he knows what he's doing. I think he knows football really, really well. And I don't necessarily think that he coached the way that he's going to coach when he has the guys in here that is going to fit his system. You I look think, at even I where he was of, in Louisiana. Jeff, a lot of people look 
at guys who got it done right away. Like, yeah, but there's not a lot to do that. No, and, and even exactly. look at Louisiana, which defensively, they, they took over a defense and there were 80-something in the country, then got it to 60 and then into the 30s and then into the, the, the top 20 over a four-year span. I'll take so 80th right now. It's, it's time. <laughs> I mean, it's, I know it sucks, and, and I, I completely agree with you. And, you know, maybe at this level you should see more. But, I mean, they, they were close, but there was also a lot of things that, you're right, they, they probably could have done a we, little bit differently. We are dealing with a world where it, it's set up for uh, offenses to be successful. And there sure. were a lot of calls in that game that obviously went against Florida. That, But it, it's the way it is. But it shouldn't be – that good every week and, and, and having, you know, I'll give you a perfect example. The uh, early run, I think it was the second, maybe the first series that FSU had after Florida scored and they gave the ball to uh, their running back and he went 45 yards and broke four tackles. I don't mean right. four regular tackles. I mean four tackles where a guy could have tackled him, not – not he brushed off him. He was right there, and he just didn't tackle him. So, I mean, there's a lot of things they have to get better at. A lot well, of, they got a lot of work to do. Uh, I yeah. believe in this staff. I think they'll be fine. Uh, but um, this was not a good year. No, it wasn't. And, and you know, we hear a lot about how, oh, the effort's there. They're trying really hard. Man, tackling's effort, you know? I mean, it really is. You, oh, yeah. It, it's effort, you know? And so – Oh, we have this great culture. We made more dumb penalties in the last month than we made in the first two months. Seventeen like, I, penalties. I'm not seeing seventeen I'm penalties not seeing in the last two games that everybody's praising. You know, try to figure. I I can't figure that out. They were they were the least penalized team, one of the least penalized teams in the country, and then all of a sudden, the last two games, seventeen penalties. So, I'll, I'll give them this. Maybe they got worn out because they don't have right. a lot of depth, and they they got worn out. Um, guys were just not able to do the things they normally did. I'll give them. I'll give them that. But seventeen penalties are still seventeen penalties in the last two games. Right, and 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 dumb like ill-timed. Penalties. Look, if it's a if it's an extra penalty, all big. Where you they seem to be off, all big. Yeah, but they're all right. They're all just dumb. Like dumb even penalties. go in the beginning of the year, go back to we're the last in the back on kickoff returns yeah. when we should just be fair catching the dang thing and taking it to the 25-yard line. I think it's you seven. Know, instead, we I think block they, in the back and start at the seven. Like, I, I think they've had seven kickoff penalties this year, which you should have one should be too many right. on a kickoff return. Seven? That's ridiculous. I mean, they've right. got to get a so, special teams coach in there. There's no doubt yeah. about it. So that's my thing is I just it didn't match what we were told. Oh, we're going to be the special teams team. We're going to we're going to be clean up all these penalties. And we did for a little while, but it just man, it really they, they crapped the bed. I would say to put it the right way, I would say it blows. Yeah, yeah. And last thing for Billy's sake, I certainly hope AR does go pro because if Billy is going to attach his career at the University of Florida to AR as his quarterback. He is going to have a short career here. So I'll just leave it at that. Well, All right, Tim. Thank you, man. Tim, I totally don't agree with that. I, I would say that, first of all, he's not going to attach his career to Anthony Richardson. If AR wants to come back, he would be welcome to come back, and I think he could have a big year, and Florida could. But, look, the bottom line is Florida's not going to be a great team next year either. They're, they're going to have a tough schedule. They're going to – but. It, 
the bottom line is they've got to get better at so many positions. Quarterback is not one of them. Florida does not have to be better at quarterback to win eight games. They need to be better at a lot of places to win to be an eight or nine win team. Maybe if they have a great quarterback, they could win ten or eleven. But I, I just don't think I think they have too many deficiencies. This is a defense that's given up over four hundred yards a game. There's only been one defense in the history of Florida football that's done that. And that was the COVID year. I mean, it's at 419, I think, or something like that now. That's bad. I mean, that is, uh, that is, and again, a lot of people want to blame Dan Mullen. You could blame Dan Mullen. You could blame the current coach. Whatever you want to blame is fine. They've got to get better at that point in defense. They, they cannot continue to be. I know that college football is about offense now. Yeah, but. Right? Yeah, I, I understand. But, I mean, that's, he, he knew that going in. So why do you think that every single person he went after at the beginning of the year, recruiting wise, was to get better on the D line and get better right. on the back end? No, and that's so, what I'm saying. So yeah, they 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 weren't good. They they weren't talented. You have but maybe Jeff, two you, guys you, on that defense. You've got to you've got to admit that to be the worst defense in the history of the program is that's not how bad this defense should be. No, you're right. right. But offense has also changed a lot. Yeah, it has changed totally. And they allow you to get away with so they, much more. Exactly. I mean, if they if they don't call certain penalties, I mean, the the Gators are off. They the probably field. win two more games. Yeah, they're yeah. off the field in a lot of different plays. Yeah. I mean, heck, they they probably win an LSU game if they yeah. don't call a, a certain no, hit on I a know. quarterback. I so, know. I know. I mean, there's a lot of. Things. I agree, but you got to, as you know, play around. What do I say? All right, we need a break, so we'll do that. We'll come back. Plenty more calls to get to. We'll do that when we see you on the other side. You're listening to the tailgate. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholarships awarded through our Meldon Law Scholar-Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative. Meldon Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldonLaw.com, where we won't back down. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you. 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 124-9384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out, enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. 
So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold hard cash, or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for, and it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find, and I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Skies mostly clear this evening into the start of the overnight. Low temperatures turning quite chilly. They'll have dropped to the upper 40s and lower 50s by daybreak tomorrow. We'll have to contend with patchy, dense fog for our Tuesday morning commute, but then turning quite beautiful tomorrow afternoon. Lots of sunshine, highs near 80. Milder tomorrow night into Wednesday morning. Partly cloudy skies, lows near 60. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. And now... Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Trevor Lawrence, why is there still this fascination over Urban Meyer? It wasn't just, a, I think, a unique situation that everyone kind of had eyes on and everybody was talking about, especially with how some of the drama unfolded at the end of the season. At least I didn't lead the interview with the question. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate that. Talk about the game. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes. And you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Bump, set, spike. We are your home for Gator women's volleyball. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Ooh, my native country won today, the Portuguese. Portugal beat Uruguay, 2-zip. 2-0. So that's good. Karen was actually watching a little bit of uh, soccer today. and She was so excited because she t- – and this is how sad our life is. Yeah. But she works in one room and I work in another, right? Yeah. And we live in the same house. And we've done been doing this for since COVID. She sent me a text, goes, I saw a goal. <laughs> I think really it was excited. Ghana and somebody. Yeah. I don't care. People used to think I was Irish because of the red hair. Now it's gray, so now they don't think I'm Irish anymore. What are you? I'm Portuguese. That's why I said my native country, Portugal. 
Would you have expected that? Cardoso, Jeffrey Cardoso. I get some other words for what you are. <laughs> Let's get uh, back to the phones. Lots of them today. Great calls, and Woody's going to continue that trend. What's up, Woody? Yeah, hey, Pat. We've all got interesting names for Jeff, but uh, family show, you know. Trills. So save them for later. So, listen, guys, I'm kind of with a couple of the callers. I heard somebody earlier, I think it was on Steve's show, say he was kind of glad the season was over. I'm kind of like that, too. Uh, this season for me was kind of an academic exercise. Let's wait and see how, let's see what they do, what kind of progress they make, because we knew they weren't going to be real good. They could be nine and three, they could be three and nine, you know. So I'm kind of glad. I'm kind of tired of the roller coaster. I saw some stuff that I was encouraged about uh, making progress, playing better, you know, especially like South Carolina. I think that might have been the height of the season, you know. But uh, some regression the last couple weeks. And the previous caller, you know, with his questions about play calling and offensive design and time management and some other stuff, I'm, I'm kind of there on a lot of that. And just kind of I heard you guys say something in response that I wanted you to amplify, if you don't mind. I heard one of you say you think he might be a different coach and coach differently when he has a different set of players or a different team. And I'm telling you, that's what I'm hoping because there were some things I got some serious questions about time management and yeah no and I I, I was the one that said that I think just game yeah. flow and and understanding okay my defense isn't going to suck so I don't have to go for a fourth yeah. and seven on my own forty yard line things like that so I just I, I think he knows the game well enough but he was trying to win every game and and ever since I've been interviewing coaches after games Woody I've never had a coach tell me. And this is, gosh, going all the way back to Urban, that they hate to lose as much as Billy Napier said. So, I mean, that guy wants to win more than anything, and I think he's busting his ass to try to make that happen. He just has a lot of work to do. I don't know if he expected yeah. to have to do this much. Well, Jeff, we talked about this in the preseason that nobody was setting anything up on Billy Napier's staff. Mm -hmm. Everybody was trying to win that game that day. Yeah, That's all you, that's all you want as, of a coach. You're not, you're not worried about whether they're trying to set up next year. You're worried about what they do in this game this day. And, you know, that guy, uh, there's something about his demeanor, uh, his personality, uh, the way he acts on the sidelines. Uh, you know, uh, one of the players does something dumb, and he talks to him like a man. He don't scream and holler and go crazy like Brian Kelly, you know. Uh, I don't see how anybody could play for that guy. I'm surprised they don't hit him, you know. But uh, Billy Napier, there's something about him. I'm thinking, okay, you know, yeah, I heard someone say that losing to Vanderbilt sort of took a lot of the shine off, like a lot of our trust away it, from him. It definitely and did. I don't yeah. think so. No, I think it did. Off the season, but not necessarily how I feel about him, you know. And, and I bet you they're going to watch so many hours of tape. They may adjust responsibilities, tendencies, Hey, this play didn't work so good. You know, let's not do this. You know, that kind of stuff. Uh, like one thing I noticed during the season that I didn't that I didn't hear. You know, you you, you watch a Lane Kiffin game and you'll be and you'll hear at least once or twice a game. Oh man, what a great call! What a great play design! And I'm thinking, okay, that's the kind of thing that I'm going to be looking for. Something that's different, innovative, clever, seems well schemed, that kind of stuff. And I think, like you guys are saying, other than handing the ball off to two what look like NFL running backs. Uh, you know, looked like they they were short on some weapons. So, you know, it's not like we're going to go into next year kind of with the same kind of thing. 
only maybe they're going to beef up the roster a little bit more with the portal. Well, you know, and maybe they'll be better. Let's not forget in this game Saturday they they did have Pearsall and Pearsall was really good. Once FSU figured out that was the only guy that he was going to throw to, they said. He had nine yards Four. after that, after the second yeah. touchdown. He had nine yards of reception. Uh, and Florida had nobody else, nobody else to go to. Don't forget, they had five players who started games who were out of that game at, at wide receiver. Uh, I don't know that I've ever seen that in the history of Florida football, where five guys who started games were out of a game. So um, a lot of bad things happened. This was a year to kind of get to know everybody. Yep. Right, Jeff? Mm-hmm. You, you agree with that? Yeah, for you, sure. Kind of everybody gets to know each other now. And next year should be better. It doesn't mean it's going to be great. It's going to be better, I think. But we'll see how we, uh, they do in the portal and how they do and uh, finish up this recruiting class. Do you know why they stopped running the ball? They were dominating. They were kicking butt while they were running I, the ball. I can't explain that. No, I mean, the only explanation that I have is they, I think that Florida State changed their defense. Like okay. Florida State did a better job. And, and listen, I, I mean, I, I talked to some of the guys on the Florida State side afterwards, and that's what they said. They went in and yelled and screamed at their defense. They were pissed at their defense. Yeah. And then they started blitzing a little bit more, did some things that confused them. And, and I think Napier tried to then be able to look at what they were doing defensively and think that they're – coverages and their one-on-ones could be a little bit better and then you just had somebody that didn't execute yeah there is a there is a plan that napier has and that is to be balanced but it it, it's a matter of when you decide to run when you decide to pass and it again is still a crapshoot you know i mean you look at the the run that uh etn had 45 was it 45 yards for a touchdown yeah. I mean, what a great call that was. I mean, he ran. He, he schemes up some really good runs. He does. Good run I plays. mean, you can't sit here and go, this guy doesn't know what he's doing, and you see a play like that. And so they're they're going to have better players going forward. They're going to have better schemes. They're gonna, I think they're going to replace some coaches, and they'll be have better coaches. I think it's it's still a. I still feel good about where they're they're going. But I I'm with you, Woody. I don't want to watch it anymore. I don't want to watch this. Yeah. I don't want to watch this team anymore. Yeah, because really, it's a two and a half, maybe almost three year run of this kind of stuff. Right, it's but we have coaching staff. It's ten year run. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys, thanks a lot. All right, Woody, appreciate Ever you. Ever since Urban left, I mean, even Urban's last year was no fun to watch. Edmund, I mean, the the one year that was fun. Well, I would say. Muschamp's second year, I would say mm-hmm. Mullins' first year, first maybe year. second year, yeah. and that's it. In the last what eleven years, yeah. I agree. That's, and they um, weren't that great. No. They were good. They but were fun. Just not even really a threat to no. win a championship. No. That makes it hard. Copper Gator, what's up, dude? Hey, what's up, fellas? You know, I'm a. Uh, I'm on a different wavelength than the last couple callers, Tim and Woody, and, and it sounds like Pat. You know, I I'm a, I enjoyed this season as much as the up and ups and downs it were. If you'd have told me that we beat you know Utah at home and we go on the road and we beat A and M on the road, uh, you know, I know as bad as A and M finished, you know, nine of the twelve or what is it? I'm sorry, eleven of the fourteen SEC teams this year are bowl eligible. I mean, there's parity and there's parity in SEC right now, um, besides Georgia, who's who's going to be. 
um, who's going to be, you know, pretty strong to beat and probably walk away with the championship again. And I can't stand even say that, but you know, there's, there's things that, you know, you can, you can look at and put your finger on and go, this has changed from the last few years. And these things have changed. And I think that's what we have to look at and build on, not who's playing quarterback, who's running the ball, who's playing wide receiver, you know, what middle linebacker is going to fill in. Those things will come, but from a, from a whole schematic system, you have to be able to go, I see us going somewhere. And I think that's what I feel. I don't disagree with that. I, I, I think that they're going in the right direction. The question is, do they get to that next level? To the, I mean, like right now, I think Florida – is a team next year that should be an eight or nine win team. They're not going to be. A, they're not going to play for the national championship next year again. But you hope by year three, by year four, they're they're at that level. Um, and, so, and, and and Pat, to piggyback on it, so and parity. And what I was going with that is that when you look back at Muschamp's first few years, everybody clamoring. Probably the callers before me were going, "We got to have an offense. We have the best defense, and we can't score." We got now with the switch so much to offense, we don't even have a defense that's putting up those numbers. And how, how we switch from having the number top 10 defense in the nation to not having a top 10 defense in the nation is, is beyond me, which is what we need. We need to get back to some of those hard those roots. I mean, look at Michigan. Look at no, Michigan. They, can't, they can't be this bad on defense and have a good program. There's no way no. you can be that bad on defense and have a good program. And they've been bad for three years. And yeah. it's the same uh, three. players. <laughs> I, I know three uh, years yeah. of historically <laughs> bad defenses. I'm not yeah, saying I mean, they weren't bad four years ago, but they yeah. three years of the worst defenses in Florida history, and uh, it's the same players, Jeff. I, yeah, mean, I mean, it's the same guys that are, are that are involved in this. So they've got to get better players. They've got to do a better job of it, but. Um, it's, and, and, and lastly, before I get off on, I know there's probably other callers at the end of the show's coming up. Do, does what does Napier have to do to have as much rope as, let's say, Jim Harbaugh or, or at Michigan? Right? He, he's been. There I think like he's 10, got the 11, same kind of rope. I I really do. I think I I don't think right. I think Florida. Yeah, they're is they're, they're tired. All of, the yes. chips are in the middle. The, of the they, table. They've given yeah. him everything that he's wanted and asked for, and and I think Billy has made him, the the administration, understand what it takes now to win at right. this level. Right. I, and I think right. that because, that wasn't happening before. I mean, look at Jim. He he's finally in the playoffs after what twelve seasons. Well, he's he been at Michigan the, now eight years. Uh, eight well, years. he's okay. in the playoffs he's, twice. He's, yeah, now, two years in a row. Right. And he's had the number one defense in what, probably four of those years or top five defense in four of those years. So, I mean, I would see if we can have success like that in four years, if they give him that time and he doesn't go six and six every year, uh, th- there is a good potential there. But there's got to be some, some positive movement there. Let you guys go and have a great time. All right. Thanks, Copper Gator. But I think, too, this coach is – there's no reason to think he's not doing things the right way. In the case of Muschamp, he couldn't recruit offense. He didn't want yeah. to be an offense. Right. You, you now have a guy all of a sudden in year one has made this a top ten class. Yeah. Uh, McElwain, we all know the problems that he had. M- Mullen didn't want to recruit. I mean, this is a guy who's I think, is doing the right things. And look, I'm not happy with six and six. No, nobody is. Nobody is happy with six and six. Nobody should be happy with six and six. But I think it's going the right direction. 
All right, we're going to the direction of our final break. We'll come back and get as many phone calls as we can to wrap up this Monday edition of the Tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Lauren Halpern. Monday Night Football continues in the NFL tonight. The Pittsburgh Steelers will travel to Indianapolis to take on the Colts at 8.15. You can find coverage right here starting at 7.30. In the NHL, the Buffalo Sabres will host the Tampa Bay Lightning tonight. The Lightning looks to carry momentum from their win on Friday against the Blues into tonight's matchup. Puck drop is set for 7 o'clock. High school basketball starts this week with four girls hoops games tonight. Chiefland will take on Eastside, Bradford will take on Jack said White, Hamilton County will take on Newberry, and Fort White will take on Bell. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Lauren Halpern. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With Express Shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettles got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Then I was going in to have chemo, and before we put in my port, I called and said, I need to come in because that's one of the things about being healthy, is to have healthy teeth and mouth and wanted to get uh, looked at before I went in. They worked me in right away, and I felt so much more confident about going into chemo and also having them back me up as my healthcare team and the family that's behind me and that. Dr. Art called us and said, is there anything you need? And you just don't understand what that means until you go through it, that you've got people behind you, plus such a caring group of people that you can call at any time and say, I have a problem. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. This holiday season, it's more important than ever to make sure you make your money go farther. And while interest rates are on the rise everywhere else, at International Diamond Center, we're lowering rates all the way down to 0%. That's right. Now through December 12th, International Diamond Center is offering 0% financing for five years. This is in addition to IDC's amazing unbeatable value prices, so you can make their Christmas dreams come true. How about an $8,000 diamond tennis bracelet for just $133 a month? Or check out a special collection of affordable and timeless classics like diamond studs, gold fashion and diamond fashion jewelry with instant savings of 20% and some hand-picked specials even marked down to 40%. Don't let anything keep you from getting that headliner gift this year. International Diamond Center has the price relief and the interest rate relief you deserve. Merry Christmas from International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved credit. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. 
here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. My God, I miss John Lennon playing that. I mean, that's all him on that lead guitar. God, the, I miss uh, that guy so The trip much. home from Vandy I watched yesterday. Did you? Yeah, just to see it again. I had seen it before. I but know, but it's it such nice. a good movie. It was good. It's not a great movie. I think the guy's a moron for giving it away at the end just because John Lennon told him to, but I would have kept it. You just... Totally spoiled that movie for a lot of Nobody's people. Nobody's going to watch that it. That John Lennon point. is in but It's not really John Lennon. Just so you know. What do you mean? His name was John Lennon. He's from Liverpool. Yeah, but it wasn't him. He would have been dead for 20 years by then. Oh, okay. Let's get uh, Mike and as many calls as we can to finish up. Hey, Mike. Mikey. Hello. All right. One down. Here. Two to hey. go. Let's get uh, Don to join us. Hey, Don. Hey, how y'all doing today? Great. Good. A question I have is, do you think that Napier is capable, like, you know, to be a successful coach, kind of evolving and kind of like he likes to say he likes to quality control things and and do that, like, with his time management and some of the things he wasn't so great at this year did, uh, and, and be better at it next year? Did, did Kirby evolve at Georgia? I think he did, yeah. yeah. I mean, so there's no question a coach well, is going to get do better. do I think he will? I don't know. Do I think he can? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I mean, I think this guy knows. I want to see a better. I want to see better. I, I'm not even saying they've got to go ten and two next year. I got to see better results. But don't forget, this team was had a chance to win every game it played this year, going to the fourth quarter, and he's got to get better. And he's got to get better players. But you, if you have better players, you win more of those games. That's that's just fact. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I agree with that. Yeah, that and that's the thing. I, 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 I didn't didn't really know exactly what he did at Louisiana Tech, but I, but it, he had to do some of that stuff right to win all the games he won. Yeah, and again, at, at Louisiana, I mean, it was a different world. Yeah, but you you're know. still playing against the but competition. Still, yeah, you got to exactly. win. So no, I think he's a good coach. I think he look. His offense is going to finish the year ranked 12th in the country in offense. And I remember, Jeff, you remember this, back in the McElwain days when people would call this show and go, I don't care if we win or lose. I just want a good offense. Well, you got one. Yeah. You got an offense that goes up and down the field all the time and even with a quarterback that's dicey at best. You, but no, I mean, Don, there's no question he's going to evolve. I mean, look at every coach that's been here and, and what they've – evolved into and learned and understood and I mean I think coaching in this league is different whatever sport it's going to be I mean look at what Tim Walton's become and and Kevin O'Sullivan and I mean there's so many coaches that understood what it takes to play at this level be a part of this level and get it and obviously Napier's been there as an assistant and he's seen what works and that's what I think from behind the scenes what I've seen is the implementation of a lot of stuff that I think can lead to a lot of success and that's what you have to hope for and, and bank on. I don't think – I mean, there was no expectation, at least for me. I, I'm sure there was some Gator fans out there, especially after beating Utah, that thought they could win nine games, ten games, and this was going to be great. But I think you had to understand all the hurdles that, that he had to go through and the lack of talent that's on this football team right now. 
And once he gets it to, I think, where he wants it to be, and I know that he feels that he can get it to, then then the Gators have a chance to compete again. All right, awesome. Thank you very much. Yep, Don, thank you. Appreciate By the way, that. a lot of movement in the uh, coaching ranks, as we know. In fact, uh, Carnell Williams apparently going to stay at Auburn with Hugh Freeze. Daryl Dickey leaving A&M as the offensive coordinator, yeah. so they're going to find a new guy there. No, they weren't good. No. Avery Helm has left as a side he's in the portal. I didn't know he was still on the team. Yeah, he plays like, a little bit. How much? Just never hear his name. I don't I don't know why they're so they've been so bad in the secondary the last three years. I don't I can't explain that. Yeah, I mean Jason Marshall just, was supposed to be I know. Just not making plays on balls. It's all about making plays on the ball in the air. They haven't been yeah, good at that for a while. need to be better. But again, I, I mean, the way people throw it around and do stuff, it's it's sometimes hard to cover. Yeah, guys. no, I know you're you're they're throwing it I a mean, lot. Let, let, just think if Anthony Richardson was better, like why was Kyle Trask so good? Because he was accurate. Yeah, these guys know how to get guys open. There's not a lot of DBs in the country that right. I mean, look look at some of the DBs that went were at Florida. And now are studs in the and NFL. When you combine it with not being able to get pressure on the quarterback, yeah. then he's gonna he can sit back there all and, day long and pick you apart. You, he's gonna find guys open. I right? think DB is the hardest position to play. It is hard, no doubt. I you couldn't have played. I know that. Mm, no doubt. I was free safety though. I just hit people, and give them the wallop. Jake, thanks for producing I want, I today. I video of that for uh, Pat Dooley. I'm Jeff Cardoza. We'll do it again tomorrow and. Have as much fun as today. Peace out. WRUF Gainesville. U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.